The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Star Wars 7x7, episode 306. Today, the one, the only, the inimitable Chris Perillo, the head of Locker Gnome and the face of a whole bunch of YouTube channels and a number of geek pursuits. Punch it, Chewie. Feel a disturbance in the Force? It's Star Wars 7x7, your daily seven-minute podcast with your host, Alan Voivod. Destiny Unleashed. Hey Rebel Rouser, welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host Alan Voivod and there's a funny story behind this interview. It's uh, really rather amazing. So I was live streaming the recordings of the bonus episodes for Star Wars Celebration and it so happened that on the Friday evening, uh, because of course Star Wars Celebration so much, so much, no way it fits in a 7 minute episode, but... Uh, I was live streaming it, and I saw somebody jump on the live stream and was rather surprised. It was Chris Perillo, and Chris Perillo, um, he's in or one of the original YouTube celebrities. I mean, I know they're making uh, people like uh, Michelle Fan and uh, whatnot into now celebrities with uh, the commercials for YouTube and whatnot, but Chris Perillo was on the forefront. He was on the cutting edge, still is, I mean, still is absolutely rocking it on YouTube and dozens of social channels. Good grief. When I went to his website and saw how prolific he is, it's just absolutely mind-blowing. So he happened to tune in and uh, retweet and share, and, and that was really awesome. And the following day, Saturday, I had not yet seen the Force Awakens exhibit at Celebration. So I got there as early as I could, got in line, and yeah, the line was about two, two and a half hours long. It was a heck of a wait. And when we got to the part of the line where the uh, the line started doing switchbacks, I happened to be you know standing on the other side of the line with a guy who turned around and looked at me and said, Hey, you're the Star Wars 7x7 guy! And what do you know, it was Chris Perillo <laughs> having to see the shirt I was wearing, recognize my face from the video, and there you go. So he and I got to talking in line, and of course I interviewed him while I was there. So that's, uh, that's the scoop, and I asked him uh, why Star Wars for him, and here's what he had to say. I don't know, I think Star Wars kind of chose me. I discovered a few weeks ago, actually, in talking with my dad, uh, that I was actually seeing Star Wars in its first run. Like it was out for maybe a few days or a few weeks. And my dad took me because he wanted to go. Mm-hmm. And I guess he didn't want to go alone. And I was very, very, very young. And the only scene I remember from that, because I remember the experience. Mm-hmm. I don't remember waiting in line, thank goodness, <laughs> like what we're doing right now. Yeah. But uh, I remember a certain scene of uh, X-Wings and TIE Fighters. That's the only scene I remember from the first time I saw Star Wars. But even then, uh, there wasn't much beyond it being another movie right. so my dad wasn't really into toys I mean you know, I had toys but I didn't know that toys were a thing necessarily <laughs> or Star Wars toys I wasn't compelled to go and get toys I was too young 
Right. And you know, the, the marking the machine wasn't necessarily what it might have been today, okay. where it's a blitzkrieg of <laughs> oh, yeah. buy this, buy this. The, you know, the toothpaste and the the hand towel and the flamethrower to you know throw in a spaceballs <laughs> reference. Yep. Uh, it wasn't like that back then. So I remember seeing it then. And years later, seeing Empire and noticing in a, a toy advertisement for a store that no longer exists uh, that the Star Wars figures were on sale for 99 cents. Right. So I went, and it was at an end cap, 99 cents. I had a dollar to spend. You know, back in the day, it was a lot of money. Uh, and I remember seeing specifically the AT-AT driver, it, it, it was, it, the design, the sculpt of the figure just it jumped out at me. I'm like, this is really cool. Yeah. And I still have that figure to this day. So the, the thing that kind of launched my, my interest in Star Wars was not necessarily seeing the movie for the first time, but it was the toy, the first the first toy I remember you know, really loving and appreciating and growing into a collection. I had the original vintage collection, which is now in a shambles, okay. unfortunately. But back in the day, you had to trade, sorry, I realize... No, you asked me one question. I'm going to go for the next hour and a half. That's fine. So, uh, but it's all—it's all part of the Star Wars. Chose me, right? Right. So, uh, I, I grew that collection by trading with friends uh, and people that I didn't know. Uh, I knew about the blue snaggletooth not because I had one, but a friend had one. I'm like, what is it? This is not on the back of the card. How does this figure exist? Uh, I didn't Did you know trade about for it. No, he oh. would not trade anything. I'm like, I'll give you my entire collection. I will give you anything, and because I didn't know about it, and you couldn't go to. There was no internet. Right. You couldn't. There was nothing like that, so you didn't know what it was. And I mean, there was a certain fascination of not having enough information. It was like just the opposite of what we have today. Right. So. I ended up getting, you know, over the years, finally completed the collection, minus a blue snaggletooth and a yak face. Okay. I didn't know yak face existed. Right. Um, until, of course, years later, I'm like, this is a figure? What? So, of course, now I have those two. And, you know, you know as a collector, right. th those were almost more valuable than the original collection, minus a few of the, the, the figures that stayed in good condition. Right. Uh, I was a horrible collector as a kid. <laughs> so, it was the toys and, and, and the imagination and, and, and everything about what Star Wars was back then... There was nothing like it, and so I feel it chose me more than I chose it. That uh, you know, the, the feeling like this is a you know a, a storyline. These are characters. These are real people that exist in a galaxy far, far away, a long, long time ago. And I think it just it just was always something that uh, it was just fun for me. It was just it was it was an escape, you know, from from reality. But it was also a reality that that was an escape from. Imagination. I don't know how to explain it. Sorry, I'm, I'm getting all existential now at this point. Okay. That's fantastic. <laughs> I dig it. Okay, we got to stop him for today. He's got a lot more to share that we'll bring to you in an upcoming episode. But in the meantime, check out all of his pursuits at the hub of his internet existence. That's chris.perillo.com, and we'll have it linked from the blog post for the show's episode at sw7x7.com, too. Hey, Rebel Rousers. Do you have a dock that you drop your phone into to play podcasts or stream music? I do, and it was supposed to make my life more convenient, but I have to walk over to it every few minutes for phone calls or text messages or to clear out notifications announcing that my troops were finished training in Star Wars Commander. But then we got the Coolstream Duo, a little device that plugs into the 30-pin adapter on our music player and connects to my phone via Bluetooth. And voila! I've freed my phone from the dock while the podcast plays on. Check it out at CoolStreamDuo.com. All right, we're going to squeeze in a trivia question real quick. I find your lack of faith disturbing. <laughs> Last time we asked you what familiar face did 3PO find inside the Jawa Sandcrawler. That was R2-D2. Today's question, what two things does a Jedi use the Force for, according to Yoda? Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Star Wars 7x7. The Force is my ally, and so are you. 
and you give Star Wars 7x7 a great rating or review on your favorite podcasting app. It means a lot, especially in helping me be discovered by more heroic people like you. For show notes, swag links, and our Star Wars breaking news Twitter feed, go to SW7x7.com. It's not a trap. It's destiny unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, and all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2014 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it!